fitness, mindset, purpose, fulfillment. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast. Prepare to take your life to greater heights. Please welcome your host, Chase Livingston. Glad you're here. Thank you for tuning into the show. Listen, if you're listening to this episode today, then um, it means that you are truly a an advocate for fitness. You really are trying to take your uh, your life to the next level regarding your health and fitness. Because today we are talking about the importance of warming up before exercise. I really don't expect to have a lot of listeners for this video because or for this podcast because in reality. The warm-up is not the sexiest part of anybody's fitness experience, you know? Um, so if you're here, thank you. Thank you for listening. We live in this uh, in this fast-paced world, right? You know, and uh, for many of us, we want to get to the gym, and we want to get out as, quick, as quickly as we can. We want to uh, get through the workout as quickly as we can so we can get on with our lives, you know? And uh, we have things like these different uh, classes that we might attend, you know, and Many of these classes, we we get there and we jump right into the workout with very little, if any, warm-up at all. I mean, it's just like some of these classes just go absolutely nuts almost instantly, right? Uh, you know, we, we have uh, our workouts that we may do on our own time and we get there and we dive right into the workout itself without actually... Um, Spending time warming up the body, we we just start pumping out reps with absolutely little to no thought of, is our body ready for the exercise? Um, we place very little value on the body getting primed for the workout, and instead we focus on, you know, getting that calorie burn or, or getting that muscle pump as quickly as we can. And unfortunately, me as a coach, you know, spending time with others, training uh, people, I too tend to fall into this pattern with myself and with the clients I work with. Um, you know, if I've got this huge laundry list of workouts and exercises that I'm wanting my clients to run through and I've only got an hour with them, I wanting, I'm wanting to get to the workout as quickly as we can. But the more I study this and the more I work with people and the more I do this myself, the more I realize that this is actually counterproductive to achieving the results that we want. You know, without getting our uh, our internal body temperature elevated, without warming our body up, we're actually cutting ourselves short on reaching the optimal performance that we can in a workout, you know? So I've had people ask me, you know, Chase, why is it important that we warm up? Why can't we just jump into the workout and kind of warm up as you go, right? And this is my personal take on it. I think many people would agree with me, but the first lift that you have needs to be the hardest. You need to attack that first lift, right? I want you to think about if um, you were a football player. Now, guys, um, if you know me, I'm not good at sports. I don't play a whole lot of sports. I don't watch things like football or, or basketball or anything like that. But let's, for instance, take a look at a football game, right? These guys, they spend time warming up, getting ready. They hit the field. The first snap of the play of the game is hard and intense, right? And our workout needs to be the same way. Um, also, every consecutive set, rep, and exercise that follows needs to have the same intensity. Now, a proper warm-up is going to allow that to happen rather than starting slow and kind of building up to it as you go, right? Um, 
Like I was saying, the main reason we warm up is to raise that internal body temperature. Well, why is it important that we raise our internal body temperature? Well, check this out. There was a study done in like 1979 that noted that maximum strength and power increase as muscle temperature increases, right? And uh, so I think the specific numbers on this were like, uh, there was a 2% difference per 1.8 degree Fahrenheit uh, right, and so you're thinking two percent. That's really not a lot for almost two degrees. But for an athlete, or for somebody who's really trying to reach maximum performance, and if you're listening to this podcast, I hope that's you. Even if you don't necessarily view yourself as like some professional athlete or somebody who's looking to go compete in something um, like a powerlifting meet or or a CrossFit or uh, you know something like that you still should be viewing yourself as an athlete and trying to reach maximum performance with each and every workout. Even if it's running, if it's lifting weights, if it's, um, you know, playing soccer, whatever it could be, right? You know, with these elevated temperature, physiological reactions function, function optimally and the speed of biochemical reactions is at its highest. So if the muscles and tendons are... Uh, most productive at these elevated temperatures, then so is your nervous system and so are the joints. To put it simply, warming up is going to make you faster, stronger, sharper. It's going to make you more resilient. It's going to make you less prone to injury. Uh, some of the other benefits to warming up include, you know, better intake of oxygen and output of carbon dioxide. It's going to help you breathe better, really get that respiratory system going. Uh, you're going to have better reaction time and coordination, improve joint mobility, which, like I said, is going to help prevent those injuries. Um, increase in the speed in which a muscle contracts and shortens. That means you're going to be more powerful, more explosive. Optimized attention and focus, which means you're going to be more motivated. You're going to uh, be more locked in in the present moment of this workout rather than finding the right song that's going to juice you up or, you know, uh, talking to people in the gym or just getting distracted, whatever it might be. Plus, there are just so many more, so much more benefits to the warm up. And we kind of just let this slide. But I want to start to kind of shift uh, the way you view your warm up and um, especially with how much time it takes. Now, you might be asking, so Chase, um, how long should I be warming up and what do I need to do when I'm warming up? Well, it depends on who you are, what program you're on and what your focus for the day is. But I wanted to keep it simple, and I laid out like a brief overview of what a typical warm-up should look like, okay? And you should be able to listen to this, view where you're at in your training, and be able to kind of construct um, your own warm-up, okay? But So these are just general guidelines, but feel free to take these things and begin to really construct your warm-up, okay? Um, a general warm-up should last about five minutes. That's just moving the body. That's dynamic full body stretches. It might be a jog or an elevated walk, you know, cranking the um, treadmill up a little bit to a fast paced walk and then throwing some incline in there. That's going to help you kind of get that body uh, warmed up a little bit. The focus here is cardiac output. That's your breathing, right? You're getting locked in on, okay, my breath is getting elevated. I can feel like my body getting a little bit warm. I'm just kind of moving. And this is where most people stop with their warm up. After this, they get five minutes. They're like, okay, I feel kind of warm. Boom, let's go, right? But we need to take it a little bit further. The second part of your warm up is your accessory warm up. Now, this is going to get a little bit more specific to the workout you have for the day. It's going to last about five to 10 minutes here, and you might incorporate, you know, more dynamic stretches or some calisthenics like 
lunges, dips, or TRX rows, you know, this is waking up the joints and the muscles, okay? So, for instance, if you've got, you know, a chest day or something, you might be doing some push-ups. If you've got a leg day, like I said, you might be doing some lunges. You're going to do something that's going to wake up the muscles specific to the workout that you have for the day. Now, if you're doing a full body thing, you might do, um, you know, some speed skaters. You might do a couple of burpees, some sort of um, explosive type thing that's going to not only get you a little bit more stretched and mobile, but it's also going to continue to get that heart rate up and get you moving and those muscles activated. Okay, uh, the last part is the specific warm-up. And this, <clears throat> here, let me actually tell you what it is first. A specific warm-up is going to last up to 10 minutes and it has the specifics of your workout in mind. So this could be uh, empty bar squats or bench press. It could be kettlebell swings or other technical work specific to the daily objectives, right? So uh, for instance, if you've got a big chest day, you're going to go to your bench press. You're going to get the bar. It's going to be you know, 35, 45 pounds, whatever you're lifting, and you're going to start pumping out reps there. You'll throw some weight on. You'll go for a few more reps, throw some weight on, and this basically gradually happens until you get to your work weight, um, and that's going to help you warm up the body. You're already going to feel those muscles kind of have some blood pumped into them. You're going to be a little bit more excited, and it's so much better to do this rather than jump in, throw the weight on the bar, and then basically halfway kill yourself as you try to pump out your reps, right? So uh, your specific warm-up, it's going to be um, tailored to the stuff that you're working on, right? Now, if you're doing like CrossFit, a uh, specific warm-up may be, hey, I'm working on my overhead press today, or hey, I'm working on thrusters today, or I'm working on a snatch, right? Whatever those things are, you might get the PVC pipe or an empty bar, and you just start kind of slinging the thing around and working through the reps before you actually throw on a ton of weight, right? So that's what a specific warm-up would look like. Now, um, so in general, a warm-up needs to be at least at least 10 minutes, but closer to 20. And guys, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh my gosh, 20 minutes got at like Chase. I only have an hour in the gym and you're wanting me to spend a third of it just warming up. And it's like, yes and no, but more yes than no, right? I, I want you to begin thinking of your workouts and your body in terms of the quality exercise that you're getting rather than the quantity of time that you have, right? So if you're involved in some high-intensity trainer, the warmer needs, the, the warm-up needs to be a little bit longer. Uh, if you're doing some heavy strength training or you're doing some powerlifting, the warm-up needs to be a little bit longer. You need to spend more time getting those muscles primed as you get up to your work weight or to the maximum uh, threshold of your activity for the day. Uh, now, if you're working for general hypertrophy, if you're just trying to do you know some muscle sculpting or if you're just doing some body movement for the day, then the warm-up may be a little bit shorter, right? So... If you're just doing some uh, yoga or some calisthenics, you might spend, you know, five to ten minutes in a nice little flow and then really get into it, right? Uh, if you're doing, um, you know, a chest day for uh, some hypertrophy and stuff like that and you don't plan to go really heavy on a bench press that day, you might spend a little less time warming up and instead go through some cable flies and gradually pump the weight up there and then continue on with your workout, right? Um, so... Um, Yes, there's that. Nonetheless, you do not at all want to skimp out on the warm-ups. Now, guys, there is one thing while you're warming out that I want you um, 
to absolutely avoid, okay? You do not want to do this one thing throughout your warm-up or really throughout the duration of your entire exercise, okay? And that is static stretching. So that's static stretching. If you don't know what that is, that's like holding certain poses or a muscle group in positions, which it, it lengthens them, right? So if you think of the classic stretch where you like bend over and touch your toes and that kind of stretches out the hamstrings, or you might, you know, place your arm against the side of a wall or a beam or something like that and kind of press into it to kind of stretch your chest muscle, right? These are static stretches. It's just like lengthen out, lengthening out and stretching out those muscles. And especially if like, you know, you had a killer workout the day before and your chest is tight and you take that arm up on a wall and you really stretch, you can feel that tense muscle. Um, that's a really good time to do that, but it's not for warming up. These static stretches, what they do is it's going to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system or what you might know as the rest and digest. And so this usually, it tells the body that you know, there's no threat. This guy's doing some static stretches. You know, we can relax. We can calm down. It's actually, it's going to lengthen these muscles and it's kind of like stretching out a rubber band to the point where it loses its elasticity and which that's kind of what you're doing with your muscle. Now, conversely, what you actually need to be doing is active or dynamic stretches, which literally prime the body for battle. You know, these are movements that could be as simple as like torso twists, it could be jumping jacks, or you could be doing even more complex movements that may or may not be specific to a certain muscle group, like some deep air squats with an added jump or some offset plyometric push-ups. These are going to pump blood into your muscles. They're going to get your oxygen intake up, and they're going to stimulate that sympathetic nervous system or what you might call your fight or flight. This is like taking your muscles and making them bounce, making them explode, making them use the power that they have rather than lengthening and stretching and stuff like that. And so if you were to get on Google, right, and you want to look up the body of a yoga instructor, and then you go look up the body of a uh, power lifter or, um, or a CrossFit athlete, you're going to see the differences in their body, you know, and also in the way they move, you're going to see a difference. Now, I'm not saying choose one over the other. I'm saying if you're working and you're trying to lean your body up, if you're trying to work some of that explosiveness uh, that you should be in a strength training program, then you want to be doing this kind of stuff. Save the yoga for after your workout. Save the static stretching for after your workout is over rather than letting that be something that you do throughout the entire time. Static stretching is going to limit your ability to really explode those muscles and push some of that heavier weight, especially on those last few reps, right? Um, so the last thing I want to go over is just a few things that you should keep in mind with any warm up that you, you may be, um, kind of forming for yourself in the current program you're on. Um, number one, you want to keep, uh, or I'm sorry, you want to be generating heat in the body, right? That's super, um, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of common sense after some of the stuff we talked about, but you want to be generating heat in the body. Uh, you want to be getting that body warm, but, uh, also, what you want to do is you want to keep the heat going by wearing appropriate clothes and being in the right environment. So if you're outside and it's cold and you're doing some work outside, make sure you wear some extra layers. Don't like just have shorts and a t-shirt on because your body's going to be spending more time trying to keep your muscles warm than uh, you're going to be able to actually perform well, right? So uh, if you're outside and it's cold, layer up. That way you can insulate that heat and those muscles can still perform at um, at 
like optimum capacity, right? At the best that they can. The colder that you are, your body's going to be just trying to keep you warm, right? And so uh, the same goes if you're inside and stuff like that. Uh, if it's cold, wear a jacket, whatever you have to do in order to get that body heat up. Now, once your body is like really sweating and stuff like that, you feel like you need to shed layers, that's fine. You need to regulate that kind of at a uh, at a personal level. But especially while you're warming up, keep the body warm. Get the body uh, nice and toasty, <laughs> so to speak, right? Um, the number th- – the Third thing is to warm up gradually, right? Don't just say, okay, I'm going to warm up and burpees, go, go, go. No, like take some time. Do Start with that general warm up, a few minutes on the treadmill or just doing some like light jumping jacks, some jump ropes, something like that. And then build into the more specific stuff as, uh, as you kind of go and you get more warm, right? Um, the fourth and last thing is to have some variety and some specificity in your warm up. Okay, don't just have the same warm up every single day. Um, that's a big problem that um, I see people get into, myself included. Is I keep the warm up the same every single time. I get bored of it, and then eventually I just throw it all away. I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm bored of this. I'm gonna get to the good stuff. I'm gonna get to uh, the exciting stuff. Uh, so it's important to mix it up switch it up, do some different things, try some different things, and that's going to help you become uh, a better athlete. It's going to help your fitness grow. It's going to make your your entire workouts much more enjoyable. And so, you know, some variety, some things that you can do is like instead of doing, like I said, just some regular push-ups, you might offload a little bit. You might have a medicine ball on one hand and then the other hand's on the floor just to kind of change it up a little bit. And then you might roll the ball over to the other hand and pump out the other side, right? You might lift one leg up or you might take the feet out super wide or super narrow. Just doing different things to the same movements is going to just add a little bit of variety um, and it's going to make it a little bit different. You can add in a stability ball or a BOSU ball. You can add um, some kettlebells or something like that as your handles. I don't know. I'm just trying to give you a few general things that you can do to just kind of spice it up a little bit. That's the important thing. Keep your warm your warm up um, a little spicy and it's just going to make it so much more enjoyable. Awesome, guys. So that's really all I've got for you today. It's a lot of information on just warm-ups alone. Um, If you haven't already, take this information and begin to think about how you can apply this stuff to your warm-up and just try it for two weeks. See how it feels to lengthen that warm-up a little bit and see if you don't see your uh, the numbers on the page on some of the lifts that you're doing go up, change. See if you notice some, notice some differences in your performance or your body composition. Don't skip out on this warm-up. I promise you there's some good stuff to it. I'm trying to implement this stuff myself. That's why I wanted to share it. But anyways, that's all I got for you guys today. See you guys next time.